Welcome guys, welcome to the Global Premier Football Podcast. This is week 27th and episode number 6 of our podcast. Welcome uh, and uh, let's start with the with the the most important games happened this last week. Hola amigos, como están? Eh? Hope you guys enjoyed the weekend, well, a weekend of football, Premier League games and... Uh, the unfortunate loss of Chelsea in the Carabao Cup yeah, final. It was crazy. It was a good game, though. And uh, yeah. well, let's crack into this thing and find out uh, what really happened this week. Yeah, this we started weekend of we, football weekend, and we starting on Wednesday, twenty third of February. So Spurs losing to Burnley. Spurs surprising everyone um, with the de- uh, defeating. Man City, and then <laughs> I wasn't honestly surprised because Burnley is at the end of the table, and they were expected to. It's actually the same happened to Spurs what Spurs did to City. Yeah, I mean, no one expected Spurs to to lose that game after the game they had against uh, Manchester City. City. But uh, it's very funny how this game is. So you are. Never going to predict anything, and uh, yeah, City, I actually didn't watch the game. Um, I watched the game. You did. I, yeah. I think uh, Spurs was bad. Were bad. Like they had no chance. They were not sharp like they were against uh, Man City. Yeah. They were not really sharp. Uh, so when you when you're not sharp enough, I think uh, they. I, <laughs> In the goal they considered, it was from a set piece. So it was not as if they were completely outplayed and destroyed by Burnley, of course. Mm. Burnley is a team, you know, fighting for survival yeah. in the bottom part of the table. And then, boom, all of a sudden, yeah. they get that uh, free kick, indirect free kick, boom, into the box. Ben Me went up higher. Smashed in the header, yeah, and there was no way Goloris was going to save that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Conte was not happy after the game. He was like, "I'm not." <laughs> he said something like, "His future is not uh, confirmed at Spurs with the, with the performance in that game." I think he he said those things in the heat of the of the performance, right? He's a he's a very emotional coach. Yeah, and uh, he. He really, really wants to be in charge and in control of things at every club he, he's been to. Uh, same thing happened when he was at Chelsea. He, he wanted to be in charge of player transfers, you know, getting the players that really wants, not the players that the club wants to bring to him. And, uh, and uh, he, f- before this game, he, he already mentioned that I think they, they lost players, that they were downgraded player-wise than being upgraded. By the number of players and the quality of the players they signed, you know, uh, they only had two transfers in, which is uh, Kulusevsky and uh, Betancourt, both from Juventus. But uh, the other players that left, I do not know if there were enough quality to replace those that left. Dele Ali left, in, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dele Ali left. Um, uh, their most expensive signing, you know. Um, What's it? What's it called again? The French, the French Sorcerer? player. Uh, no. no. Um, what's this guy's name again? Um, oh, his name just left me here. But I, I will once I, 
I remember. He's a midfielder that I went back to Olympic Leon. And okay. um, yeah, he, he's not been a. He's not been. He wasn't performing for them. You know, he wasn't performing for them. And uh, when yeah. they had to let him go, being the expected signing. But yeah, back to this game. He, he was very, very. He was distraught. You know, he, he, he I'm sure he did not like the performance. Uh, I was listening to a phone, com a phone, um, radio uh, talk show on Talk Sports. After that game, he was really, really down. He 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 sounded very, very down. Sports fan were really, really. <laughs> they were depleted. You know, mm -hmm. after the yeah. high they had against City, yeah. it's like a roller coaster. Yes, drop deep again, and now they've gone another high in their game against yeah. Leeds United. Well, one so, time, Conte mentioned about Kane, like he, he, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said like he wants him to be at Spurs. He's yeah. But anyways, let's let's go to the next game because of the time. Uh, Crystal Palace scoring four goals against Wat Watford. Um, Patrick Vieira. Um, oh, yeah, they destroyed. Happy. They destroyed Watford. Um, I think Watford. Well, I watch. I was watching this game. Uh, Watford uh, considered first, and uh, yeah, Palace scored first. Watford replied. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Sissoko scored. Did uh, Zaha scored in this game? Zaha scored some beautiful yeah. goals in this Zaha game. Because Zaha has. I, I watched this Crystal Palace game against Chelsea. Zaha had. I, I should I should get him into my into my uh, fantasy fantasy man. Yeah. I mean I don't even know. I mean, what he I'm didn't doing score this fantasy. weekend though. It, it was uh, his shots were hitting the post, but it, he didn't finish. Like yeah, same thing with Chelsea. He couldn't finish. Oh, honestly speaking, I, I wish I have him in front in my fantasy yeah. team. How many goals did he score in this game? Uh, I think he scored two goals in this game. Yeah, he yeah, scored he two goals in the eighty fifth and ninetieth minute. Okay, uh, and he was the man of the match. Uh, another player that I like in Palace is the Chelsea Loney, Conor Gallagher. That mm -hmm. kid is on fire. I, I can't wait to have him in the Chelsea midfield next season. I don't care who we have in our midfield, but the kid's got goals. Mm -hmm. That Conor Gallagher has goals in his boots. He has scored eight goals this season. Eight goals for a midfielder this season, playing... Mm -hmm. For Crystal Palace, he's a. I think he for the midfielders in Palace, he is the first on the list. He is the mm -hmm. first name on the list. He is just 22 years old. Uh, played 23 times for for Palace this season. All as in the first 11 in the starting 11. He's never coming as a substitute. So, I believe Patrick Vieira seen something very very good in this kid that. Mm -hmm. He is, he's like, it's like he's always in the right place, at the right time, yeah. in the right moment, in the box. He's a very good midfielder. So I can't wait to see him in Chelsea next season, you know, uh, maybe playing alongside uh, Messi Mount, you know. We'll have to see who will let go in the midfield section, mm -hmm. this in the midfield department of Chelsea yeah. this season. There are going to be few changes next so, year for sure. But yeah, these kids that are on loan, Galaga and... Uh, Broger in Southampton. I want to see them playing for Chelsea next season. Yeah. So last game for Wednesday, third, 23rd, was Liverpool. Leeds, I think I saw the highlights. of Liverpool scored very early in the game. 
and they kept scoring, kept scoring. Uh, I think there were two goals from Mane, two goals from uh, Musala. Musala wanted to have a hat trick. Yeah, I think I, he he couldn't score in penalty. I, I don't exactly remember. Yeah, I wish he got a hat trick. Uh, he he got me good points in my fantasy team mm -hmm. uh, for scoring those two goals. Oh, and, both uh, were on penalty. No, he did. Yeah, score he scored both two them, penalties. Yeah. But then day. he tried to hit the post, I think, or yeah. he was saved or something. They, they had a very, very good game. Leeds were battered and destroyed. Leeds have been conceding goals here and there. Now they're, they're, and this brings Leeds to the bottom of the... They're no, not no, yet to the bottom. The, they're not yet in the bottom yeah, three, the though. They're still one point ahead of Everton. They're 16th on the table, and Everton is just 17th. It's the Norwich but, that, that is end of yeah, the league. Norwich, for me, Norwich is already gone. Norwich yeah. is relegated for me. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Norwich, but yeah. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, nothing Liverpool, surprising Liverpool, from Liverpool, Liverpool, I was not surprised that they won. You know, it's something that's, it's like their second nature, you know, mm -hmm. winning football matches and whether yeah. high-profile teams or low-profile They're teams. so good at attacking. They're so fast. Like even today, the quarterback, we will talk about that later at the end, that uh, the, the three, three of the strikers, they run together. Like they know how to press the attack. Yeah, I was watching them. They are defending their, you know, the transition uh, from from attack to defending, uh, from attack to defense. Mm -hmm. I saw them, they drop into a midfield five. So they defend with 4-5-1 when they do not have the ball. That's when you see Mo Salah dropping all the way deep. And then you see uh, um, Diaz mm -hmm. dropping again on the left side. That keeps with the, uh, with the mid three which was Naby Keita and uh, Henderson and uh, I think Jules, Jen, uh, and, and Henderson, Naby Keita and who else was in that midfield three? I can't remember for today's game, but mm -hmm. they dropped with those three in the middle and they make a mid five. Yeah, I think they've gotten loose so, to us, uh, very complimentary to their style. Yeah, he, they are he, quick, he, he, they are yeah. strong. They are rapid, they are dangerous in mm -hmm. counter-attacks. So, Leeds, uh, whenever they are... Whenever they are on the ball, you know, they press hard. They, they work hard. That's, that's one thing I like about Liverpool, mm -hmm. you know. They work harder than they the do, opposition. They do, yeah. They're physically is, yeah. working really hard. Exactly. They take their trainings really seriously. Okay. Um, Thursday, we had... Arsenal versus Wolves, Oof. very important game. Although Wolves had an important game today as well, against. Uh, the I feel bad for Wolves actually. Yeah. Against West Ham. Um, yeah, uh, today they played West Ham, uh, and uh, on Thursday uh, they they played Arsenal. Mm -hmm. I I, th I wanted them to win Arsenal, you know, but uh, I think they went to sleep honestly. Yeah, and when you last, go to sleep, uh, half there were not yes. There. When you go to sleep, you invite trouble against a very quick side like Arsenal. Uh, I think Arsenal are becoming a stronger team. I think team the last game, last goal was own goal. Yeah, it was on goal. Yeah, it was an own goal. Yeah. It was an own goal. But uh, <laughs> how you get an own goal? You don't just yeah, get you, the the own goals don't come free of charge. It, mm -hmm. it comes from pressure. It comes from insisting. It comes from putting those dangerous balls in the box. You know whether from you know very firm ground crosses, right, from the right, from the left, you know, anyone that touches it, it goes in, uh, you know, 
I mean, wolves, their, their energy level dropped in the last 10, 15 minutes of the game. And Arsenal came, you know, kept coming and kept coming and kept coming and kept mm -hmm. coming. You know, um, Lacazette was persistent and persistent and persistent. You know, actually, you could gift him the two goals. Not even, you know, but it's funny how they, you know, uh, how they just award these own goals these days. But I, I, for me personally, I'll give Lacazette. Uh, the two goals because I think he he really really deserved it. He really pressed. He really worked hard, and uh, I think Wolves yes, uh, Wolves just caved in right away. You know he was fast as well. Yeah. yeah. So they're not missing Obama Young, so yeah, that's uh, fine for them. Yeah. They I think their manager, what's his name, Arteta, is really happy. He was happy at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Brought it's him... last gaps, last minutes. Yeah, you know, last yeah. minutes, and then you score. And that, that brought goal. Arsenal to number five after that game. Yeah. They uh, right now they are sixth on the table again. Yeah. Uh, after today they're sixth. Yeah. Um, West Ham has gone back winning, but there West Ham has played three more matches compared to Arsenal. So imagine Arsenal winning their outstanding three matches. Hopefully they do not beat Chelsea in one of those outstanding matches because that's one of the outstanding games. So if they win, even if they don't beat Chelsea, but win the other two outstanding matches, I think they will go fourth. They will go above Man United. Man United have played 27 games and Arsenal has, and they have 47 points, while Arsenal has played 25, 24 games and have 45 points. Hmm. That tells you Arsenal really, really pushing good, for top position, four. Yes. They're really, really they pushing will, for yes. top four. Even you know? Tottenham has a chance still. Yes, Tottenham has a chance. They still have two outstanding games. Yeah. If Tottenham win their two outstanding <laughs> games, they We've will have 48 points. We've been saying this for points. so many times. Like Tottenham, I think, it's... had like six games in hand. And they're like, if they win, they can come actually number two. Yeah. But they, they, they just missed That tells everything. you, you know, having outstanding games yeah. does not mean that Doesn't you're mean, going yeah. to get there, but... I don't know. That performance with against City, it was really promising. Even today was promising. Yesterday. Yeah. But anyways, um, well, let's talk about that game on Friday. Southampton two nil. I, yeah. th I think Norwich had no chance in that game. They were like. Yeah, the football uh, Southampton are playing these days. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's outrageous. Look at the number of touches: yeah. five hundred and seven hundred and fourteen, mm -hmm. and uh, almost the double Short, number of passes. Nine. Yeah, shots on target. Nine shots on target is nine shots on target, and total number of 27. shots is twenty-seven wow. by Southampton. That tells you that they are really, really working hard. They are ninth on the table now, and they have one outstanding game. And uh, I think they will remain ninth because um, yeah, it's just tough. It's just tough to go to go oh, a little yeah. bit higher. I, I don't know who they're going to be able to displace there. But uh, yes, that's the nature of the game. Mm -hmm. And um, they are really, really playing good football. I like the way they play. They give you entertainment. They give you speed. They give mm -hmm. you defensive coordination. They give you counter-attacks. They give you good crosses and passes of the ball. You know, uh, they have a very persistent, you know, um, attack, you know, uh, Broja and... Uh, Broja and, uh, does not get goals, though. I... Uh, yeah, but I, I think he works really, really hard. Even though he doesn't get goals like that, mm -hmm. but I think he works hard. Just that maybe he has to be a little bit clinical when he comes to finishing. Yeah. If he's clinical in his finishes, 
then I think he will get more goals. He's just not been able mm -hmm. to be clinical in his finishes. But their team composition is really good. It is very, they just play 4-4-2. Yeah. If a 1-4-4-2 is the most balanced uh, formation you can play, you know, your goalkeeper, back four, uh, four midfielders, and two, and two attackers, mm -hmm. you know. You're getting crosses from the right, you're getting crosses from the left. There's an integration of one of the sixes uh, mm -hmm. coming into the 18-yard box or maybe one of the wingers coming in. So always you're attacking with three people, always you're attacking with four. And that's what Southampton are doing. And Che Adams, Broja, those guys are really, really good. Two, two of them are, are hard-working mm -hmm. centre-forwards. And that is why it's working out for them. And I don't think their manager will switch this formation that he's playing right now for any, for any other. You know, uh, they have good fullbacks that can overlap and put in good crosses. You know, Kyle Walker-Peters played as the left back. And then they have Valentino Livramento uh, playing as the right back. Kyle Walker-Peters is a natural right back, but he can also operate on the left. So both of them playing on the, on the, on the fullbacks. Mm -hmm. They overlap, or once they integrate into the attack, they're able to put in good crosses, and these guys can attack those crosses. So, I, li I like I, I like a and four four two formation yeah. too. So yeah. they 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 are pretty much fast in transition too. Mm -hmm. So they are not Couldn't like passively well. passing the ball here and there. Yeah. They're coming at you. They play direct football as well. Mm -hmm. They have, I think, the best set piece taker in the whole of English football is their captain. What prowse he is the best set piece taker oh, I think we right now about him, yes. and yes. for me maybe in the world his free kicks his direct free kicks are second to none his set piece you know dead balls are second to none so mm -hmm. he knows who to find he knows where to place it so I think England is unlocked to have a lot of and good set piece takers in their team that is true in yeah. their national yeah. team mm -hmm. Okay, let's move on to this weekend's game starting Saturday. Let's talk about Spurs game. Did you watch that game? Um, Leeds and Spurs. Yeah. Uh, no, I was on the field coaching, so okay. I, I didn't watch it, but uh -huh. I saw what uh, Spurs did to Leeds United. Oh, yeah, they ripped Leeds them. conceding 10 goals in two matches. Yeah, it's like one and with Liverpool. <laughs> not scoring any. Yeah. I think they sacked their manager today. They did, yes. Leeds United? Yeah, they did. Oh, my. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't really know. I don't know what's, uh, yeah, this act. Yeah. Manager. Oh my goodness. I'm very... their, their fans were really pissed off at the end of the game. They left the game even before, like 10 minutes before the end of the game. And Spurs, of course, did in amazing goals, good performance and Harry Kane and Son, I feel so bad for Marcelo Bielsa being sacked, but it's just that he's, he, he was adamant in changing his style and approach of play. Like, remember the last time we were talking about Leeds United? They are, they are an electrifying t team to watch, but I think once they go out, their, their defensive setup in transition to attack is mm -hmm. not there. They can all. They are always caught on counter attacks because they play wide open. Everyone is speeding. Everyone is running. The intensity is so high. Players can see out ninety minutes of a game because they get tired. But as well, 
the, the the tactical the defensive tactics of the team is not really you know the one of the ways to survive the Premier League is to stop conceding goals. That's one of the ways to survive the Premier mm -hmm. League. And I think you maybe start playing more defensive. Yeah, not to play defensive, but to be cautious, to 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 be defensively tenacious. You know, you you become stingy. You don't give the ball away mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Because what they do is just get the ball, boom, speed, let's go, let's run for it, send in the crosses. You know, let's try to finish it. Also, don't forget that they have um, players that are injured. Patrick Bamford has been injured. Mm -hmm. Kevin Phillips uh, have been injured as well. So these these players we are not playing, and when they are not playing, uh, you know it makes you know it's difficult for them. You know. Uh, I remember watching that game. Their body language was really bad, and I think in Liverpool game as well, conceding goal one over the other at the end, they were pretty much like body language was like they were not interested in playing the game. Yeah, just look at these statistics. Okay, in the past four games of Leeds United, after they lost to Tottenham by four, in the past four games, Leeds have conceded seventeen goals and scored two only. Wow. So. I really, really feel sad for, for the manager, you know, yeah, because he's a good, a good manager, leave, yeah. but I think uh, he needed a different approach to, to Premier League football, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's what I think he needs. Yeah. And um, yeah. I'm going to Best go apply for the for job in, in Leeds United <laughs> to see if I will be able to get uh, to, to replace Bielta. So Leeds United, here I am, uh, and I'm willing to work my socks off for the team and yeah, um, to help the, 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 the team, you know, retain their premiership uh, status. Mm -hmm. Next on the list, Brentford, Newcastle. Brentford got a red card, start of the game, like oh, six, yeah. seven minutes in. And yeah, I, that tackle was It was, was a horrible. really bad tackle. It, it could was. have been broken his leg or something. Not broken, but still, it was really yeah, that's He was not that. even looking. He was just coming into his back. It, and that changed the game. The, it, it's difficult, yeah, when you, when you, go into such tackles. I personally, I believe that no player goes into tackles with the intention of hurting other players, right? But mm -hmm. yes, but you can still injure someone, and that is considered dangerous play. You know, even though it's not intentional, but it's considered dangerous play. So what do you do? It was a bad tackle, just to, let's leave it that way. It was a very bad one. But mm -hmm. the highlight of that game for me was when, Christ, when Christian Eriksen came into the game. Oh, yeah, he did come in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, everyone cheered. After yes. nine yeah. months, thereabouts, yeah. or was it nine months or seven months of being out, uh, mm -hmm. released by Inter Milan, you know. Um, because he couldn't play in Italy. He came back yeah. again to, to play. I was really, really... I've really, really focused on him in that mm -hmm. game. The moment he came in, you know, he was playing a little bit deeper. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like based on he's a central midfielder, he's an attacking midfielder. So, but if you look at the formation in which they played, mm -hmm. uh, you will see where he was functioning. So they were playing in a four-three-three formation. Yeah. So basically, yeah. we're playing on the right side of midfield. Um, but uh, yeah, he was my for me. He was the highlight of yeah. of of that game, being able to come back 
and play football again. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things that I enjoy to see. And also, I think he will be at home at Brentford because Brentford has like five uh, Danish players in their, in their team. Christian Nogert, Matthias Jensen, uh, Jonas Loos, uh, who is on the bench. Zanka is on the bench. Uh, if you go down, mm -hmm. you will see then uh, Mats Ruslev on the bench, and then so. Yeah, lots of Danish. He will, he will be, he will be, he will feel at home at Brentford, and I don't know whether their coach is is English or of or Danish. I don't, I, I don't know, um, but yeah, so. I think there's a lot of the uh, Danish connection to Brentford. Because mm. one of the players, one of the Nigerian players that they signed, was used to play in the Danish league, and they brought him over to to Brentford. So I think there's a lot of Danish connection right. there. So he should be able to feel at home there mm. uh, and uh, enjoy his football again. But I'll be looking forward to that Christian Eriksen that we used to know and see when he played for for. Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. He's a very good set piece taker. So at yeah, the moment he's he starts starting yeah. a game, you know, he's a very he's a very good midfielder. He provides mm -hmm. assists, he can score goals. Yeah, he's, uh, he's um, comparable so, to uh, Bruyner, De Bruyne, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can compare him to De Bruyne. He yeah. is he is world class too. Mm -hmm. So with this match, yeah, Newcastle Thomas, Thomas Frank is yeah, their coach is Danish. Okay. I, I knew that. Okay, so that makes maybe sense. that's why sense, that's yeah, the connection there. Yeah, yeah. So but with this game, Brentford, they're not struggling for relegation. But Newcastle <laughs> must be really happy. I think they, they're, they're out of last three now. Because... Yeah, Newcastle are on the rise. They are oh, they're, they're they're just up, like playing now. They are now, for, goodness me, three, six weeks ago, you wouldn't believe that Newcastle will be away and yes, up pretty bad, the actually. relegation zone. I was thinking that they would never survive. But takes one good manager to identify a player that can make a difference in his team by playing him in his right formation, sorry, in his right uh, position. Mm -hmm. And that was, remember we talked about uh, uh, one of the guy that scored their first goal, um, Joel Linton, mm -hmm. uh, the Brazilian, from the previous coach was playing as a centre forward. He dropped him now into the number 10 in the midfield, and since then, they've been up and running, creating chances, making those penetrating passes and switching plays, you know, enjoying his game in the midfield again, and adding some goals to it. So I think take he took once, once Eddie Howe took Joelinton away from that position of the number nine, which was where the previous manager, Steve Bruce, was playing him. I think that relieved, took out lots of pressure from the player. That Because when you are playing as a center forward, it is on you. There's a pressure on you that goals mm -hmm. must have to come through you. And if mm -hmm. you don't score those goals, the fans will be against you. The fans will think you're not working hard enough. But the fans also maybe do not know that that's not your position. So when the new coach came in, took him away from that position, dropped him to midfield, he started playing well, creating chances, yeah. scoring goals, enjoying his football And again. this is what you experience with your coaching here as well. That yeah. You move kids around and they play better in certain positions. Yes, you have to find the positions and where they sit into your system. 
and where they are comfortable playing as well, you know, because you have to play to the strength of the squad. Mm -hmm. If you don't play to the strength of the squad, then you are going to underplay them. And when they are underplayed, definitely they will not be able to give you 100%, mm -hmm. right? So understanding and knowing which kid, which player sits at specific position. When you look at the characteristics, have a conversation with the player as well, okay? Mm -hmm. Check the player's playing history, you know, uh, when when Joelitan, I think he was in Hoffenheim in Germany before coming to before coming to to uh, to England, I think mm -hmm. so. Uh, he he was not a centre forward. Right. So the coach realised that, put him back there, and thanks to him and mm -hmm. his teammates, they are out fourteenth on the table, fourteenth on the table. Yeah, yeah. So that is a very very he and guess what? They still have two outstanding matches. Oh, they do? They still have two outstanding matches. Oh, that's matches. good, good. Newcastle, so, yeah, it was, it was hard watching them. Especially. Yeah. They were with Everton, like Everton was up. Uh, exactly. Like above the, uh, Newcastle now. They're just right behind Leicester City. Hmm. You wouldn't believe Leicester City, okay, Leicester have played 23 games, have four outstanding matches. Hmm. Uh, Newcastle have played 25 games, have two outstanding matches. They are just under them. Brentford should be watching their back because they are just 15th on the table. I don't think they will go relegation. I don't think they will be relegated. For me, I think Watford will be relegated. Norwich City will be relegated. And maybe Burnley will be relegated mm. or Leeds United. Mm. I don't think Everton will be relegated if, well, they have to win games, right? That's the main mm. thing. If, if they don't win games, definitely they'll be relegated. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We Imagine Everton being relegated. No, I do not want to. You don't to. want Lampard no, to. No, I don't want Lampard okay. to, okay. to be relegated. You're saying about Burnley, which brings to our next game, Crystal Palace, Burnley. So I think Burnley is putting in a lot of effort because, of course, they're, 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 they have high stakes. They don't want to leave the Premier League. Yeah, they, they've done well. Uh, thanks to their, their goalkeeper, Nick Pope. Burnley goalkeeper? Yeah, he was the man of the match against Crystal Palace. Hmm. And the one that they tied, I, I think Crystal Palace have been the... the Pope, yeah. They're the, they're, they're the team that have, I think, drawn the most games in the Premier League and uh, dropped a lot of points from winning positions. Um, they went ahead. And before you know it... Hmm. They also considered a goal. I think uh, Zaha I had a few chances here in this game. Yeah, he couldn't. He he had, but he couldn't finish the them. In the, in the he could, he couldn't really finish them. Uh, Schlopp scored their first goal, and um, before we know it, um, Zaha. I mean, uh, Zaha is uh, good. Zaha is good. Zaha is good. I mean, no one doubts his quality. He's central central striker. No, he's right? a left forward. Okay. He plays on the left of a four-three-three formation. But the thing here is that sometimes his finishing product is I think not he, Yeah, I think it's uh, maybe his one side is weaker, right side is weaker. I mean... He is what, a right foot. What do we expect from players at this level to be able to dominate their right and their left foot? That's what I expect from them. True. You know, there are players that... I don't know. In Chelsea game, he, like, he missed a lot, I think. He had yeah, like three, four chances. Exactly, he did. But yet still, I think uh, coming back from the demolition of Watford, the, the match before this one... Um, mm -hmm. Burnley yeah. is playing for survival. They are, <laughs> and that is why they had to play the way yeah. they play. So when I you win them. against Tottenham, mm -hmm. Crystal Palace will be 
psychologically you will see yes. that Crystal Palace could be an easy team mm -hmm. for you because you're beating a team much more stronger than Palace, right? But they got a point. So for Burnley in two games, they got four points. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. It's not bad of a ratio, yeah, right? Yeah. You win against Tottenham. But they're still in the last three, right? And they're still in the bottom three, but at least, but at least you climb yeah. off yeah. the eight, the nineteenth yeah. to the eighteenth. So the next thing, once you climb that, look at that. Same, okay. See how dangerous it is for Everton right now, which we we'll, we'll still talk about. But good for Burnley. Twenty-one points for Burnley. Twenty-two points for Everton. Twenty-three points for Leeds United. 24 points for Brentford and 25 points for Newcastle. Now, if you look at the number of team, the number of games each of them have played, I think uh, Burnley and Everton have played the least number of games. Okay, uh, they've played 24, 24 games each. So Everton should be watching their back. Mm -hmm. Very, very well. They must have to win their next game. If they do not win their next game, then um, honestly, I don't know what will happen to them. And Burnley's playing Leicester on Tuesday. So if Burnley ever wins against Leicester, Leicester has got 27 points. Leicester has got 27 points. So if Burnley wins against Leicester, Burnley will go out of... Last three. We go out of the bottom three and Everton mm -hmm. would drop into the bottom three. Well, That's a very, very huge responsibility and pressure on Lampard mm -hmm. now. It is. To, to get this team yeah. up and going. They've mm -hmm. played tough games. They've lost to Man City. You know, which they really, really tried, unfortunately. The mental strength did not carry them through. Yeah. You know, all I think the way I the saw the highlights. The goal was scored by... It's called by uh, Phil Foden. They went to sleep. Yeah. Flat-footed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Flat-footed. It was a mistake in the defense. Yeah, yes, flat-footed, yeah. flat-footed, flat-footed. Yeah. No matter what, you cannot be flat-footed defending. You know, you stick out your leg. It's either you score an on goal, you reposition the, the ball. Slip Excuse me. Yeah. It, it was a slip from Michael Caine. Yeah. Um, you, I, I, watch, I was watching the game because that was, for me, the star match of the weekend. You know, uh, Everton and... Uh, that, that, that brings City... City is still one. And how much of a difference with Liverpool? Oh, six points ahead. Oh, because they won, play one more game. Yeah, they've won. Once if Liverpool play their next game and win, it just goes back to three points. Okay. You know, but if you look at City's next game... City's playing Man United. United yes. That is a Manchester derby. Mm -hmm. And you don't you cannot you cannot even think of United losing that game just like that. Yeah. It's it is war. So it's it's a fight between both of them. What are the teams. stats? United wins more game or uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Every Manchester derby is like a fresh game. They don't mm -hmm. care who's been winning before. Because of course there's a king in Manchester and United historically are the kings in Manchester Manchester United are the yeah. kings Manchester United are yes. the kings of Manchester and Manchester City are just trying to emulate Manchester United so with pride ego you know 
history, everything in at stake. At stake. It's gonna be a do or die affair. So yeah. Man City, um, if they win, good luck to them and that, you know, but Man United will come out against them very strong. Yeah. Which will so. bring us to the this weekend's game, Manchester United versus Radford. I think I've watched that entire game. Uh, the biggest problem I can I, I can think of is that Ronaldo there's a huge expectation from all of the team members that they have to somehow support Ronaldo with especially Bruno Fernandes. Um I think he he's a good player but he doesn't get along he doesn't have a chemistry the same way Keane and Son has. And I personally think he might have to play a bit longer with Ronaldo to Ooh. have that. Uh, yeah, you might say that, of course. Come on. Kane and Son have been playing together for, for almost like five, six years now. Yeah. So you can, you, can, you can judge them on that. But also, um, Ronaldo is trying too hard. Yeah, it, he is, and oh, he's and getting. When you're doing that in that game, he was he was stressed out. When you're trying too hard, I think it's heaps more pressure on you because you want to get gold. And Ronaldo is known for scoring goals, and he is hard on himself. So one of the things that he may have to do is to just take it a little bit easy. Try to maybe he's he's the center forward of the team. Mm -hmm. So it can be like, oh, just putting crosses. No, gets the ball to him, let him score. But as well, Watford dug deep. They came to draw that game. Watford did not come to win at Man United. Watford were not in Old Trafford to win that game. So they dug deep, stayed deeper, worked hard, defended hard, counter-attacked when they could. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it wasn't productive. Even mm -hmm. they missed some chances. But yet, Man, uh, Man United, I don't know. Manchester United couldn't finish, I no. I, I, uh, I, I, I don't it says know. says 67% possession, 20 shots. Couldn't find a way. Um, I think Ronaldo hit the post. Ronaldo missed, missed a few times. Mm -hmm. Bruno Fernandes had awful shots on goal away. Um, I think he had one header and he couldn't put it in. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, they, they it's unfortunate. It. I mean, Man United have been the most inconsistent top four team. Pogba had one chance and he couldn't pass it right. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, they are they are very inconsistent and that is why um, they have to fight. They will have to fight this top four with Arsenal. Arsenal is right on their heels, uh, and they have uh, four, how many outstanding games? Arsenal have three outstanding mm -hmm. games. Man United have completed 27 games so far, and uh, West Ham... That puts Arsenal in a very good position. Yeah, Arsenal, I don't hope that they win against Chelsea, but uh, if they win their two outstanding games, which I hope they lose against Chelsea, which will make it their third, or you know, the three outstanding games, then they will be in, th in top four. But yes, mm -hmm. there are still big games coming this season. Uh, we still have uh, 11 matches left, um, you know, for the regular season. Mm -hmm. uh, it's 38 games, so 27 have been played. So 11 more to go. 
So we'll see how each team will finish up, you know, and um, yeah. Yeah. So which uh, brings to the last game of Saturday, Aston Villa, Brighton. Uh, I think the second goal was a cracker. I think that's the same. The goalkeeper passed. It was one direct pass mm -hmm. and then he finished. Right? That's the one, right? Yep. Yeah. It was a cracker. I uh, was like... Villa, Villa have been... I think uh, uh, United, uh, Stevie G has reignited this team. He has. He, and uh, He's they, in a better position versus Lampard. He is. He is in a very better position. And uh, he's got in good games. I mean, I think he, the team has been rolling on. You know, I think they've already... I think uh, he's suffered how many defeats? Two or three since he came in. I can't remember how many. But... Uh, but yeah, Villa are in a better position on the table mm -hmm. than Everton. And uh, my wish for both guys, because they were outstanding players during their playing days, is that two of them will do well. I like to see Lampard is a Chelsea legend. You know, he's Chelsea's all-time top scorer. Frank, um, Stevie G is a Liverpool legend, you know. <laughs> so I, I think every English football fan would want Steven Gerrard and Lampard to succeed. Then it's up to them. Yeah, but they have a so, long way to go. Yeah, but the thing young. is that this game is not favorable to you, regardless of what you know. If you don't, if if the numbers are not falling in your favor, you get fired. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Someone was talking about uh, Jose Mourinho that he arrived in English Premier League in two thousand three. Yeah, it's a long time ago. It's years. been, yeah, <laughs> it's been, it's yeah. been, it's been. But a he while. has what since he's arrived, he's he's always good. Yeah, he's produced results. Yeah, that's what you're there looking yeah, for, right? Exactly. If you don't perform, then yeah. if you don't perform, you're gone. And then just that damages your career too. It damages it, you know. But also. Um, they are always uh, there's always chances. So the thing is that you have to take advantage. Your winning percentage will talk more of you, regardless of mm -hmm. if you lose a job or not. You know, if you have a high winning percentage, what happens is that you are uh, you could be rehired easily. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and also you experience. So the more you coach, uh, whether once you're fired and maybe you get another job. You know, um, if you look at People like Roy Hudson, the Watford manager, mm -hmm. the oldest manager in the league. I don't think he has still more caps versus when it comes to who was that manager? I think Pep has no, not, not Pep. I think who has 600 plus, uh, oh, Morris. He has 600, 600 oh. in Premier League games under him. Yeah, David Morris. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Like, yeah. You were when he was in Everton. Who are you talking about? Roy Hudson, right? Roy Hudson, he, Watford's he, manager. He has he has a lot of diverse. I mean, he he, he is he has coached almost everywhere yeah. in Europe. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's that's like, that's why clubs will also go for him because they go for experience. You know, clubs that are mm -hmm. struggling are, are you know they they 
He's done well at Watford, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's ironed out results so far. I don't think my my U was not able. My United was not able to mm-hmm. to beat them home and that way. I think they they won at home at their home in Vicarage Road against Man United, yeah. which was what led to uh, the Watford coach then to be fired, mm-hmm. and they now came to Old Trafford and they got a draw again. So that's once you win a team in the first leg of the league, you know, on the reverse side of the reverse, uh, you know, fixture of the league. I think you have a psychological advantage of that team once you meet them on the second leg, you know, mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, we beat them before. I think we can do it again. You know, sometimes it may not work all the time, but there's this psychological edge that you have, you know, over a team that you are able to do a iron out results and get the best out of your team and, you know, push them, fire them up to to work and to remember the previous results that they had against that same opposition and you start again against them. So mm-hmm. it's all part of the, the psychological aspect of uh, football. True, yeah. Uh, so last game of uh, the weekend, which was today, West Ham Wolves, and I think I watched this game. Uh, Wolves made a horrible mistake in their, in their back line. Um, one of their defenders left the place where he was supposed to be and then that's exactly where the pass was uh, and he finished uh, who, who scored uh, Thomas yeah yeah so check so check yeah every 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 mistake is punishable in football who, who was um, uh, Kilman was the defender who left i don't remember exactly but every 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 mistake is punishable that's yeah. what i tell players until you know, until that goal happened, they were like neck to neck. Yeah, similar chances. It, it's it's they they are just above each other. On yes, the table, it, you know? I was expecting this game to be very close, and it was. Yeah, until it was that, a very very uh, close mistake. game. It was a very close game. Um, Zuma was really good in defense. Uh, he saved a ton of goals. Oh yeah, so our brother Zuma is back after the world wanted to eat him off for the cut. Um, yeah, but, they mentioned about the cat too. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, there's another yeah. issue in the world now, yeah. so not the cat anymore. Yeah. Uh, Wait, sure is he on, in your fantasy team? Uh, Zuma, Zuma is not, no, he's not in my fantasy team. I mean, I forgot to pick my teams for this, uh, for this weekend, seeing that uh, Mo Salah was not available because of the Carabao Cup final. Mm-hmm. Rudiger was not available because of the Carabao mm-hmm. Cup final. Uh, Van Dyke was not available for the Carabao Cup And that's final. the reason their game was cancelled or postponed? Yeah, that's okay. why their games were postponed, you know. So that was against, uh, what was the game that was? I don't know who they were going to play. But, uh, yeah, Rudiger, Van Dyke, Salah, all these guys were not available, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, yeah, I didn't score. I didn't score a lot of points this week, you know. Even uh, Sterling has not scored goals since I selected him into my fantasy no. team. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> um, but anyway, Expected. yeah, Expected. very good game of football this weekend. Yeah. Uh, the last game of the weekend uh, of this particular round of fixtures will be on Tuesday. I think maybe it's a rescheduled game, though. Uh, Leicester, Burnley will be playing Leicester at Tuffmore. Um So we will see what that game will look like if Burnley is going to snatch a win. Uh, Newcastle have really picked up their form and actually going and pushing really, really hard. Mm-hmm. They're really in top form now, you know, 
They don't even have all their players' feet. No. No. Uh, they are center forward uh, Wilson. It's not even there yet. And uh, But it's as if uh, they've gotten these results going for them. So they're building momentum. And right now, what's good for them is that they're not playing... They're not playing the top, top teams. Mm -hmm. So if you're playing like Liverpool, like, like look at Paul Leeds United. Leeds United played Liverpool, Liverpool Spurs. considered six, and then played mm. Spurs and considered four. Mm -hmm. So nailing the coffin for the coach, you know, but uh, they have been playing average teams, so that helps them, mm -hmm. they, you know, and uh, they have not, I think they build on that because when you see your opposition like oh maybe we're better in quality so let's go out there and match them and try to beat them you know mm -hmm. so that's what they did to Brentford too and they have more Premier League experience than Brentford this first time Brentford in play is playing in the Premier League for uh, for tens of years you know uh, the last time they played in the English top flight mm -hmm. it was not yet called the Premier League so this is their first time ever in the Premier wow. League. Hmm. So I think I it's know, almost the... 72 years really? wow. since they last played in the English top flight. Wow. So it's a lot of pressure. It's been a time. Yeah. So before uh, that's, that's all the games of this weekend. Before we finish, I wanted to talk about one last game, Cardiba Cup final. Gosh. Um, there's, so I'm not going to speak. You're going to speak more on that <laughs> as, you, as it goes. But... I was impressed by Lukaku's movement today. He was moving. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we're still caught up in offsides today. We're still caught up in offsides. A lot of again. offsides, and even the commentators are making this joke that the story in the history books is going to be like, and the flag is up, and the flag is up. Yeah, we, it was two times that we scored, and, scored the, and, and, and the, the flags yeah. were up. Mm -hmm. And the times that we, we had the chances to score... We did not take this, those chances, you know. Uh, Mason Mount must be ruining his chances. Lukaku had one-on-one. -on -one. He didn't. He passed the ball. Uh, he couldn't take. I that. mean, yeah, that's lack of confidence. That was, because yeah, yeah. if he if he was confident enough, he could he could have muscled that guy, place mm -hmm. it on his left foot instead of trying to pass it. Because that pass was one went into the offside, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. uh, take that up and try to smash it with his left foot. Yep. But uh, I, I don't. I think it was meant to be Chelsea's way today. We missed a lot of chances. Mm -hmm. Messi um, Mount missed two glorious, glorious chances. Pulisic missed a chance. And trust me, if those chances fell to Liverpool, Mo Salah will not miss them. Oh, no. Mane will not miss them. Luis Diaz will not miss them. Jota will not miss them. Even Mo I Salah don't think Mina, Minamino will miss those chances. But... Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Tuchel was extremely happy. Um, not extremely, but he was satisfied with the performance. It's like, Yeah, I was satisfied with the performance because we created the chances. But I will always say this over and over and over again. In Spanish, we say, Quien perdona, pierde. If you forgive, if you, if you, if you let go of chances in a football match, you will be punished for it. And for me, it's like a natural phenomenon that happens in a football match. That's basically how I see it. And anytime I watch football matches, 
that one team continues to create chances mm -hmm. and miss those chances, the the, the 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 percentage or the possibility of of them losing that game is very very high. The chances of losing the game is so high, and that's mm -hmm. what happened to Chelsea today. Because when you when you lose chances, when you miss chances, it's like you are. The other team, what you're communicating to the other team is like, guys, mm -hmm. we got to buckle up. Guys, we have to step up our game because these guys are coming at us. And what is that going to happen? They will make sure that they tighten up in defense and try to be more dangerous in our attack. And that's what, what Liverpool did in the second half. Mm -hmm. Liverpool kept coming in the second half. They did, because those yeah. chances that it Chelsea was, had, mm -hmm. we are all in the first half. It was more safe from Mendy versus yeah. Chelsea missing chances. Exactly. It, that's basically what happened. Because if we imagine if we had put away those chances we created in this first half, mm -hmm. Pulisic missed, Mount missed too. If we had gone 3-0 up first half, there's no way Liverpool is going to come back against Chelsea in mm -hmm. this type of game. Mm -hmm. And with what is at stake, with three goals ahead, there's no way Liverpool would yeah. be able to come back. But when it, yeah, it, it, I think Liverpool could have won way earlier because there was one mistake when Thiago Silva was really angry. I think yeah. um, I don't remember who missed the pass the ball and Musala just you just give him the ball, he's gonna just penetrate so deep into you in no time. But yeah, um, Chelsea. He went to penalties. Won. I mean, oh, we, we, yeah. did not, we did not lose in 90 minutes. We did not lose in 120 minutes. So once a match gets to penalty shootouts, it's no one's game anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not even the goalkeepers. Goalkeepers, can, goalkeepers cannot really... They can only guess mm -hmm. and, throw one, and throw themselves one It's side. not a team game anymore, right? It's, no, it's just like you like against the goalkeeper game, yeah. and also the fans. Yeah. And... Chelsea. And well, then, one good thing I would take about well, one good thing I would take out from this uh, penalty shootout is that all the ten outfield players scored their penalty. That gives me hope that next time Chelsea is in a penalty shootout, I, 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 I my hope will be high of all the play all the outfield players scoring their penalties mm -hmm. because if one player missed the penalty. Mm -hmm. I mean the outfit players. If any of the outfit players missed the penalty, it has a psychological effect if he finds himself taking another penalty in mm. another match, mm. especially in shootouts. I'm not talking about Jorginho, who is the master of penalty taking, mm -hmm. right? Although he missed in the Euros, although he missed in in a uh, in a in a League Cup in a Super Cup game against uh, uh, Liverpool, I think. Uh, two seasons ago or three seasons ago and when we won the 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 when we played uh, the uh, UEFA Super Cup between Liverpool and Chelsea mm -hmm. you know uh, but right now I think they are they were they were I think they were prepared for penalty shootouts mm -hmm. just that our goalkeeper was not fortunate enough to put that thing because I think he was so nervous I, th yeah. I think he was nervous, but I don't blame him. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's part of the game. When it comes to penalties, you cannot blame anyone for missing mm -hmm. a penalty, mm -hmm. whether it's an outfield player or whether it's a goalkeeper. So, yeah. so imagine if if he scored, the cycle will go back again to the first penalty taken. 
was still coming up, right? And uh, mm. Nigeria played out, uh, I think, uh, how many penalties did they take against, um, against, uh, against the, the Netherlands? I think it, let me find out here, there. It was, I think, 17, 15. <laughs> it, the, it just continued going, just wow. continued going, just continued going. Yeah, it just continued going. Now it was it was similar to this, not seventeen fifteen. I'm sorry, I'm exaggerating. It was ten nine. Ten nine. Ten nine. So this, this one was eleven ten. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! It was like he continued going. Yeah, oh. all the penalties were good. They were nine. all good. Yeah. They were precise. They, the mm -hmm. precision, even those that the goalkeeper followed, but you can't touch them because they were mm -hmm. very. They hit them very hard. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's like. Mm. Van Dijk, his penalty was like... Yeah, Van Dijk oh and, uh, and uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Oh. They knew where they want to put it. Mm -hmm. And even if the goalkeeper would die like two times, yeah. he would not get that. Yeah. You know? Kappa had one chance. Uh, I think it was the tenth penalty. Yeah, he, he won, he touched. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but it, yeah, the one from Konate, right? Yeah. But anyway, mm -hmm. we, we lost. And uh, I think we lost graciously. Uh, Liverpool, um, congratulations to Liverpool Football Club uh, for winning the Carabao Cup. Mm. Uh, it's been a long time since they were in a, a local um, cup final. Uh, I think mm. six years ago, uh, last time they were in a cup final, local club, uh, cup final, not the Champions League, but, mm -hmm. you know, was six years ago. Mm. And uh, they, they've, um, they, they trusted. One thing, again, that I, I thought that I don't know why Chelsea did not start Kepa. Kepa has come playing the the, the, the Carabao Cup for the whole season. And I mm -hmm. think in the finals, he should have been trusted to go on there. I understand that Mendy is the, is the first-choice goalkeeper. But also, Kepa has kept the previous rounds, saved penalties against Aston Villa and against Southampton, you know, prior to this ball. I think maybe because of the quality of the team we are mm -hmm. going to play, which is Liverpool, yeah. the coach decided to play That's when Mendy. the African Cup was happening, when Kepa was playing. Yeah, there was a game that we yeah. played, and it was during the African Cup of Nations. He saved and, uh, two penalties. And he saved, the uh, game, yes. Yeah. But I, I think that was why they brought him in. This time around, mm -hmm. it did not work, yeah. because it worked before, right? In penalties the UFA, again. Yeah. In the UEFA Super Cup against uh, Villarreal, it worked. Mm. Uh, um, he came in towards the end of the extra time, went mm. on and made some saves, you know, in the penalty. But uh, also, I think Kepa should be should be sold. Uh, I don't believe that a keeper of his quality and and price tag should be on the Chelsea bench. Uh, you know how much Chelsea paid for Kepa? Seventy-two million pounds. Seventy-two. Seventy-two wow. million pounds. That's what Chelsea paid for Kepa. Wow. You know how much we paid for Mendy? Mendy, I think, was less than twenty million pounds. Well, so, and he's still young, right? Kepa is still young, but sitting on the bench just for mm -hmm. for what? 
you know, I think he he's should a good be sold keeper, to a yeah. club where he's he confident can, keeper. Yeah, he should be sold to a club where he can be able to play first in football. Hmm. You know, revive his national team career as well, uh, because I'm sure he would want to go to the World Cup, but maybe not this time around. Um, I don't know. I mean, congratulations to Liverpool. I was. Yeah. Congratulations. My, I served myself. I was about to have lunch, you know, during that game, but I could not eat throughout the penalty shooting <laughs> thing. Yes. I, I was. And I was like, I was, I was. The moment, the moment the penalty, you know, we missed the penalty and Liverpool won, just started eating. I did not talk to anyone. <laughs> I just kept eating. I just like, what else? I mean, we lost it, mm. you know, and we lost graciously. So yeah, hey, there's uh, always next time. Yeah, yeah. Let's look forward to the next. Uh, we're still in two t tournaments, cup mm -hmm. tournaments, the Champions League and and uh, and yeah. uh, and the FA Cup. So Chelsea should work on. Honestly, we need to work on our finishing as a club. You know, those guys should have nailed those things. You know, um, uh, Lukaku should. Uh, should get back to the Lukaku that we used to know, mm -hmm. you know, that dangerous Lukaku, firefighting, you know, ferocious, brutal, bullying type of centre forward, yeah. you know. I think that's the Lukaku we all know and that's the Lukaku that Chelsea fans were hoping for, mm -hmm. you know, when we signed him. But uh, it hasn't worked out. Well, we see there's still lots of games yeah. to be played this coming um coming days so the boys will have a rest i'm sure they will all both liverpool and chelsea team uh they will be having a day off because playing mm -hmm. 120 minutes almost two two hours that's two hours of football yeah and then you go into the psychological that, that um, kind of battle. subs too yeah. yeah but still two 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 hours it's, it's a yeah lot. two yeah. hours of football they were tired like last two extra time yeah they were struggling both yeah. of the, both of them but anyways, uh, I think that's uh, that's all we have for this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, tuning in, listening to us, wherever you're listening, YouTube, Spotify. Subscribe on YouTube. and. Yes, guys. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting us and listening to us. Just here, listening to us, it's a very good mm -hmm. way of supporting us. So if you have not uh, smashed that like button, Please do so and yeah. click on the notification button there with the bell so that you get notifications once we post uh, yeah. a new content. Other than that, muchas gracias. Dankeschön, my people. See you guys next time. Enjoy your week. Yep. And <laughs>